welcome to be simply this is she and I want to thank you for taking a moment to connect to self and to some exploration of the inner landscape these segments are created to give each self opportunity to examine where you're at at this moment and to potentially inspire you to excavate till the soil and maybe put a little compost in there to assist your well-being and the world around you. So today uh, I put a little code there, et ah, E-T-A, and if you reverse that word you'll see what it is and that's hate and I don't even like to use the word. However, uh, when I was preparing for this segment I was, uh, gosh, a little perplexed when I found that there's a whole site uh, with a map of the North American continent and all the organizations that are quote-unquote hate organizations, meaning that they have segregated themselves into a situation where they have decided not to like someone or something because of a point of view or perspective. And oftentimes it's this word that propels people to act irrationally, to divide and conquer and leave a big mess <laughs> at the end of the day. So my intent for today is to get us to ET, ah, phone a home. <laughs> and that home would be your heart and find a place where we can maybe put this word aside and cultivate a deeper connection with our heart and a deeper understanding as to why we might have that emotion and how we can begin to make peace with what has transpired in a situation or many situations. So on a macro level, if you look at where we are here as a human species on planet Earth, we're part of a post, hopefully a post-capitalist industrial society, meaning we're, we're moving into maybe something that's a little bit more holistically, but we're still a war society, we're still a capitalist society, we're still an industrial society. So none of that's potentially going to go away immediately. However, we can start to make steps in the right direction. And if each self starts to take responsibility as to what that means to be a part of a society that this is our our way of operating to harm one another to uh, divide and to think that someone's bad or good and they're bad because we have a perspective of it so this is oftentimes where that word ETR comes from, and that's what I'm going to use it as because I don't even uh, like to use it myself. It's such a strong word, and people sometimes use it very simply as to say if they don't like something, meaning food or a person or a place or a thing. However, it is a very, very strong word, and that emotion, when you tie it to the emotion beyond the word, it does propel us to do things that are not in our highest and best. So 
what I would like to do before we dive in too much deeper is that if we can have that reflection time as I like to do as we enter these segments just to bring us to here and to think about what you have ET odd in your life what you have known where you have felt that you had a lot of heat fire come up this is summertime in the northern hemisphere where that rage maybe comes up or the anger comes up we've had some segments on that and where you might go to that word or someone's betrayed you and you go to that word and that emotion and and to think about what it has propelled you to do you may not be feeling that right now but this might have to do with children this might have to do with with former relationships or work environment or where you feel like you've been wronged uh, in some way. It might have to be uh, associated with a war that you've participated in or that you've been asked to participate in. Many things. It might have to do with uh, healing from something that's been rather intense and where you're healing a trauma, where maybe you've been the victim of a situation where you feel that word and that emotion and I'm not suggesting you just throw the word and the emotion out and not acknowledge what needs to be healed however I really would like everyone just to see where it, it rises in you where if you can point to it and say I know there's a bubbling cauldron right there that's how we can start to heal that's how we can start to transform that's how we can start to take responsibility we can't just hide it anymore we are recovering and literally recovering from generations and generations of genocide on this planet every culture has experienced it in some shape or form no one's been exempt and it's time that we start to take responsibility so as you do listen to this song this is called holy by here to here I want you to see if you can identify where it exists and think about the holy side of you and if you can imagine that cute alien creature from that movie E.T. phoning home and the home is your heart. Are you willing to go there with whatever might still be that bubbling cauldron within you? And when we come back we're going to talk about it a little bit deeper and see where we can go from there. Just take some deep breaths from the solar plexus. This is where we oftentimes carry that heat, the anger, the cauldron and breathe into the heart and then exhale through the mouth and allow that to be your mantra. Deep breaths in, exhale out. See if you're ready to welcome it in so you can look at it, address it. Even if you don't want it to get too close, just see if you can identify where it exists in your life or where it has existed and are you ready to uh, cool that cauldron off and make peace.
And just gently bringing it back to here. And that was holy by here to here. And that song is a very powerful song and might bring up some things for everyone. So if you can imagine for a moment connecting to your holiness, that you are holy, you have a sacredness within you and no matter what your belief system is or non-belief system, that there is an aspect of you that makes you you. And that aspect has a highest expression. And if we get to that highest expression, if we start to get to know that highest expression, we might be surprised at what we find. Now, during that segment, hopefully you were able to connect to something that ignites you that uh, might bring up the heat in the physical body. It might be something that you would be willing to give your life for or that you cannot let go of and potentially is associated with ETA and my question first of all is to you are you ready for resolution are you ready for resolution within yourself and if so fantastic and it can be a process so often when we head out into a quote-unquote battle literally or figuratively that we feel there's something to win that we can prove something however what happens is there's destruction during the process on a mental emotional physical sometimes a physical way that leaves a remnant of ETA. And so we forget, and then we have a long pathway back to phoning home, getting back to our heart, because then we're suffering from the memory, this incident, the trauma, the situation, and we grip tighter to that emotion that is so detrimental to our entire society. It doesn't serve. You know, I I don't see this in any other, not that I've visited every single species on this planet, but I don't see, uh, other than we can look at our primates that we're closer to, where there's such brutality that takes place to jockey for a position, or to be right, or to have something, and it's not, it doesn't serve and I don't even think it serves the primate kingdom and we're not primates we have the intelligence to uh, be resourceful Uh, we don't have to fight for our food we don't have to fight for our resources we have the resources and faculties that are available for all of us there's plenty to go around however we have to be willing to uh, explore that concept so before we go off on a, a little side bath, uh, let's address this emotion. And I was sharing this with a client yesterday is that that uh, energy of anger or ETA that happens is that this emotion opens the gates 
of H-E double hockey sticks, hell. It opens up the gates of hell. And I'm doing a lot of coded words because I don't like to use these words. But it opens up those gateways and then you invite everyone in to your fiery inferno. And it becomes really uh, tumultuous. It becomes problematic. And it's hard to uh, get out of that situation sometimes. In addition, it doesn't serve. You don't get anywhere by entering the fiery inferno, Dante's inferno, to find a resolution. You go into the inferno, you spin around, you burn, you scream, you yell, you harm, and then you retreat, and then there are feelings and emotions left behind. So to think about that, when you go to that state of anger, when you go to that state of using those emotions, those strong emotions, do you really want to walk through the gates of hell? And that's a question to ask yourself. So if you're someone out there that has a lot of anger, a lot of heat, I really encourage you to really look at that, examine it, and see if you can bring it into check get some help, feel free to email me, reach out to me. I'm happy to do my best by you, find solutions for you or point you in the right direction or I might be able to assist depending what's going on. However, really, if that's going on, each person that takes responsibility for that emotion is going to benefit the whole and the whole being, the human race on planet Earth. So why would I make such a statement that when we use those emotions, we're entering that inferno? Well, go talk to any veteran. Go talk to anyone that's been on the front line of a war field and have them uh, share a little bit about the reality of that experience. Go talk to anyone that has been a part of a situation that has been violent and left someone or something maybe uh, dead or in prison, ask them about how that feels. Ask someone how it has felt when those emotions, that that seed emotion, the big H word, has resulted in something that one never imagined they would have put themselves into. And that might give you a taste of where it's at. And then if you're, you know, you have no way to even connect to war or crime that caused, was caused by hate or any of those other emotions, anger, then think about where in your life are you using those words, those emotions towards family, towards friends, and using them just really lackadaisical, feeling that it's okay to ostracize someone and then bring them back in, push them out, bring them back in. And are you ready to take responsibility for that? Now, the root behind this word and these emotions is fear. This is why people go into that place of anger, of rage, of destruction. It's because there's a fear, something that needs to be resolved. So when you ask yourself, am I ready to let this go? You have to also ask yourself, am I ready to let go of the fear that propelled me to this location? Am I ready to do that? And if the answer is yes, beautiful. So what I would love for you to do right in this moment is write down what person, place, or thing that you can sense from that last segment that you are ready to just make peace with. 
And then number two, are you ready to take responsibility for the root, the fear that propelled you to that situation, that magnetized you to that situation? You know, we have this going on all day long through the media and the social media. All, no one's exempt. The newscasters aren't the only one responsible. People are constantly circulating their fears <laughs> around the internet, around social media, around the news. They're slanting something one way so you'll act a different way. You know, they they put up uh, statistics that you don't even know if they're rooted in fact about the ecosystem, about our environment to create fear. They put up horrific things that happen to people and broadcast them everywhere to create fear that isolate human species by religion, by race, just out of fear. We're all human two-leggeds walking on planet Earth. We're not different. We might look a little different, like the Tiger Kingdom, Kingdom or the Ape Kingdom, Primate Kingdom, yet we're the same. We're all the same. So, Ask yourself, are you ready to address that fear? Are you ready to let go of that situation that you've been hanging on to? And if the answer is yes, then the first thing you can do is say, Thy will be done. And it, it may not come easy. In addition, you can't expect that which you oppose, that which you don't like, that which you detest to participate in this process all you can do is take responsibility for you. So I heard uh, that earlier this week I was at some talks down at UCI and the, the theme was compassion and one of the panelists said all we need for it to happen is for X country and I'm not even going to say the country, X country to get with us you know and I don't buy that, you know, we don't have to force anyone to do anything. Yet, if we change our behavior bit by bit, we're not participating in the wheel anymore. So there's no one to fight. There's no one to ETA. And those beings that are in opposition of you will slowly uh, change their tune because they'll realize, oh, the world around me is shifting. I, I don't have to spend all this energy towards fighting. I can use it towards something else. And we all know, uh, probably most of us know, a lot of money is wasted on war and um, managing hate crimes, managing hate organizations, all these things that are just not pleasant and feed into our psyche, our collective psyche, and create more fear on planet Earth. So to start with, we're going to do Thy Will Be Done. This is going to be your mantra through this next segment. And we're going to listen to a little Chris Berry. And this is Leave It. Are you willing to leave it? Thy will be done. Are you willing to leave it? And all you have to start with is yes. And then the process begins. And it'll take some time. I've had to make peace with things in my own heart and still work at it every day. But bit by bit, when we find that peace with whatever has caused us turbulence or whatever we have participated in that might have caused someone else turbulence, accepting both sides of the coin, it takes a little bit of space. 
However, if we do our work, it, it will happen. But you have to start the work. So, thy will be done. Are you willing to leave it? When we come back, we'll dive in a little bit deeper. I'm gonna leave that fear to cower down in its own shadow. I'm gonna leave that doubt to close the door on itself. I'm gonna let that anger drive itself into the flames of judgment. I'm gonna let that righteous judgment sentence itself. Hmm. I'm gonna leave those lies of falling. Down into a cheating hole just to decide are you willing are you ready to leave it thy will be done and take responsibility for your part both parts of the coin and let it go then you'll be ready to phone home and when I say home I mean your heart you'll be ready to connect to that heart center and connect a little bit deeper to how it feels to release yourself of that weight of the ETR and everything associated with it. So in Eastern philosophy, uh, meaning Buddhist, yogic texts, 
uh, all coming from the East and in different faiths around the world. Uh, but I'm going to refer definitely to Buddhism in this moment is that there's teachings that explain very simply that if you continue to habituate disturbing emotion it's difficult to overcome them and uh, they will eventually destroy you and the way that we can start to make peace with the thy will be done to make peace with those disturbing emotions is um, to bring in mindfulness to bring in awareness so just by you saying yes just by you saying wow I want to let this conversation go because it's one thing you've had the situation that's propelled you to the emotion and then it just sits in your head it rents space in your head and every time you go to it you open the inferno in the mind you open up the gates of hell in the mind and you're in at awe but you're not phoning home you're not finding that awe so when you bring in that mindfulness that will begin to diminish that emotion meaning that you've decided I'm going to bring myself into a peaceful place versus uh, this inferno now some of you might say well that's easier said than done especially if you found during that last segment oh I don't know if I'm ready to let it go I don't know if I'm ready to let go of what he she or it did to me I'm not willing to let go of that war I fought I'm not willing to let go to that crime that he committed against me I'm not willing to let go of the fact that my company took that from me whatever the story might be there's a million there's billions of stories we can all keep holding on and then we're gonna keep being in this gerbil wheel trying to work out our stuff but if we bring in that mindfulness and then decide am I willing to find my holiness am I willing to take the higher road and rather than point out what they're doing wrong or what I did wrong start to move to a way of life that's peaceful and that involves the heart involves love involves compassion so practice number one will be to uh, bring in mindfulness bring in awareness to what's going on and to realize when that fire rises and sometimes I'm surprised where I might have a trigger I might be like whoa all of a sudden I'm feeling some heat here and what's going on and then I take some time to contemplate that I take some time to sleep on that before reacting I'm not perfect I still react uh, to certain things yet I'm aware of it and the more I pull myself away from any emotions uh, that could take you into that place the better so you might not say you ET awe anyone and I, I include that I love all beings on this planet no matter what their role is here right now however anger will propel you to these places that emotion will propel you to places that's not healthy for you and others so 
if you bring in the mindfulness first, you bring in the awareness, you say, wow, I'm going there. You might be someone that uses that word just really lackadaisical. Realize what you're saying when you say it and bring in that awareness. Number two is then to say, all right, I'm ready to let go. So I'm going to be mindful. And when it arises, I'm going to decide what I'm going to do instead of acting on that emotion or talking about that emotion where maybe you've told the story a thousand times. Rather than give it power anymore, are you willing to put it down and do something else? So the second practice is to redirect your attention to something that's more productive. And uh, that might at first just be something like walking, running, especially if the heat's running, uh, removing yourself from conversations that perpetuate the history on this planet that has destroyed many lives, removing yourself from that and deciding what you want to do from there. The third practice that we're going to bring in, and the reason I'm bringing these in a little bit earlier on, is that some contemplation, some meditation is going to be necessary to make peace. Uh, don't jump to conclusions and the less you talk about it and the more you keep it internal you can write about it but take some time to sit in silence, be with it in silence and welcome it to exit, welcome it to leave. So this meditation will start to help that process just organically, real naturally. And then the next practice is forgiveness. Forgiving yourself, forgiving others, and letting go of all the ancillary emotions that go along with this um, situation that has propelled you to such a strong word, a strong emotion, or resulted in something that you wish would just go away. So with that being said, I think what we'll do, uh, we're going to come back and talk about a tradition that I've done a segment on before, but I thought it was worth um, talking about again, and it's called uh, Hopo Ono Ono, and uh, it's basically making things right. But what I want to do here right now is have us listen to a little Elizaveta Sari leading us up to this forgiveness. It's hard to forgive ourselves. It's hard to say, I accept your apology. And once we start to open ourselves up to the vulnerability of entering the space of authentically saying, I'm sorry, please forgive me. Let's move forward. I'm sorry, please forgive me. Let's move forward. We'll get deeper into the hopo ono ono, but making things right. And really, when we do this for ourselves, that's how we start to clear this generational lineage that we've been carrying on over and over and over. So just simply sit back, listen to Elizabeth's candor, her beautiful music, and welcome yourself to connect with forgiveness. If you knew how I feel, would it help you be kind? Would you let me reveal what I've had on my mind? Cause I want what I want and I love who I love But you've brought me so low I just want to give up When you say that you know me You don't even see that the child you remember is not 
And I choose what I choose And I love who I love And I've given so much But it's never enough I'm sorry, sorry I'm not Who you want me to be Sorry, it's not my fault You live in misery Yeah, I've made my mistakes But I'm happy to pay They're mine, they're not yours I've let go of my shame They are part of the ground I'm becoming today I won't carry your guilt I won't show misunderstanding that leads us up to these strong emotions whether it's the end of a relationship or betrayal or whatever it might have 
been or is, is because we oftentimes get into an ego altercation with one another and are not willing to look at all sides and come to a resolution. And when we do not want to come to a resolution, there's really no point in fighting. There's absolutely no point in spending millions and billions and trillions of dollars on a war. If there's going to be no resolution, then just say, stay over there, and I'll stay here. Uh, there can be a perfect opportunity for all of us to try to approach dissolving this word first internally and start to see the ripple effects. And sometimes that's going to require some of us to make decisions that are rather large. And that might involve our own ecosystem and decide, do I want to walk in peace? Do I want to walk in resolution? Or am I going to continue to be in battle? So the beginning of this segment, we talked about that root, that fear, and giving you a couple practices to start with, meaning that you bring in the mindfulness, you redirect the attention, you bring in meditation, you bring in forgiveness. Now, the the last thing is to address in these practices the fear, the root. So often when we go to that word, <laughs> the 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 word, the four-letter word, the et al word, when we go there and we cultivate that emotion that leads to a lot of other destructive behaviors, it's because we're afraid of something. So one in this beginning of the segment I asked if you were willing and ready to make start to make peace with something you've been holding on to. And then also if you're ready to uh, overcome your fear. So the fear might be that you're going to die. The fear might be that you're going to be without something that you think you really need. The fear might be that you think if they do that, they're going to destroy everything. Are you ready to make peace with the end result? If they did that, are you ready to make peace with what that might be? In the end, there is no end. In the end, again, there is no end. We continue. So if we can commit to making peace with the ultimate fear, the D-E-A-T-H, the death, uh, then things get a lot easier. Uh, our, ch- our choices become a lot more effortless because we realize that that is inevitable for all of us, but then we come to another form, no matter what your theological background is or not, if there isn't one. So making peace with the fear. There will be a surface level fear, maybe many. Then there's going to be that deep rooted fear or doubt like Chris Berry shared in his song. Those dark corners, if we continue to go there, they perpetuate this energy that no longer serves and ultimately keep us from connecting deeper to our heart, connecting deeper to our highest self. So this is really up to you if you want to do this and if not then you continue to stay in the language and cultivating the emotions that will perpetuate that at awe here on planet earth 
Now, why I strongly recommend that we all just can be concerned with ourselves first is because there's a ripple effect. And in Eastern philosophy and teachings, whether it's the Tao or Buddhist teaching or some teaching from uh, different belief systems in India, there's a, a cause and effect, trusting in that, you know, if I yell down a canyon, the voice comes back, there is a cause and effect, effect, if I pull a rubber band and let something go from it, like a boomerang, I mean like a slingshot, there is a cause and effect, especially if whatever I propel from that slingshot hits someone, it's no different from the mind, it's no different from the mouth, it's no different from our actions. There is an effect for every action. So why do we want to keep spinning around like this? Now I mentioned as we came into this segment uh, and talked about the practices and welcoming yourself to make peace with a fear is that there is a tradition from Hawaii. It's Hopo Ono Ono Opo Ono. And this tradition is a way to make peace uh, with yourself and your ancestors and before who was here and a situation. So when we do this, we open up a gateway to step out of the inferno and go into that heart space. We finally make it home and say, wow, it feels really amazing to forgive and move on. I don't have to chew on that story anymore. I don't have to live that out anymore because here I am. What am I going to do from here? So when we look at the practice of mindfulness, redirecting the attention, some meditation to cultivate peace, forgiveness, active forgiveness, really accepting apologies when someone apologizes to you and apologizing to them, not for little things. I'm talking about the big stuff that causes wars, the big stuff that divides relationships, ends friendships. Forgiveness right there in action. Mend those ley lines. Really important. And then making peace with that fear. So all of these might require some assistance. As I mentioned before, feel free to email me. I can see if I can assist or someone else. I can point you in the right direction. Or you might be able to do it on your own. However, it does to take a commitment on your part. It's not going to happen magically. There's no magic pill that you can take to get rid of these situations. You have to take responsibility. Even if you go through certain rites of passages, vision quests, uh, medicine ceremonies, it's not a free hall pass. You still have to do the work and then you shift your action into a different way of life. And that's where that rubber, metaphorical rubber meets the road. So the Hopo Ono Ono, uh, this, I'm going to put a link, I've done a segment on this before, is an invitation for you to sit with self and say, okay, I want to make things right. And I want to make things right with myself and with others. And again, you can't always expect someone to come and make peace with you. They may not want to. They may not be there. But you can do this on your own. And you'll see in this article on the Huna.com, they give a nice uh, just direction of way to do this, um, to let go of it and make peace. Um, he will talk about cutting the cord. And I, I will defer to not doing this. Cutting cords... It's not really possible. We're just all energetically connected. So 
rather than doing that, just see that the situation dissolves. The situation, the person, you're not going to get to escape them. We're all in this together. We're all collectively interdependent with one another. So rather than cutting people out, cutting cords, they're still there. It's like the, it's the never-ending cutting device. It doesn't work. So that's the only edit I'm going to give here as I look through this article is, is just to really think about, hey, you know, I'm sorry. Please forgive me. I love you and thank you. That's basically an overarching essence of what this means. So what we're going to do right now to exit out with this segment is we're going to listen to a little chant and a little song that will bring you into this forgiveness space will bring you into making it right if you so to choose whatever you connected to during this segment I strongly encourage you to bring it in allow the music and the chant to wash over you and see if you can start to open up the receptors in the heart to have love to have compassion and to forgive the situation and bit by bit after you clear the energy of the situation or start to work on it you'll start to see the root fear and then you can start to make peace with that so you don't get yourself into the situation again so just to simply repeat again cultivating mindfulness bring awareness when that energy arises then redirect your attention towards something else do something else move uh, have something there so that you can redirect the energy meditation welcome and active forgiveness and acceptance of apology and then make peace with the fear and welcoming in a lot of love and compassion so until next time I want to thank all the artists that contributed to this segment here to hear Elizaveta and Chris Berry she is signing out with a soft gaze, a full heart, a gentle smile, a deep bow, and a namaste. Be simply.
Aloha i ka pon 